plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. And today is Friday, and we are doing Thursday episode that is supposed to be field trip. So either some place, maybe we're going to a place to explore some food, or maybe some interview. Uh, and today's episode is dedicated to the information that I'm gathering from the Health Assembly of Moscow, or basically one of the biggest events ever in Russia and Moscow dedicated to health uh, and medicine, modern medicine. And, uh, quantified medicine, digital medicine, and patients. Uh, uh, it's about uh, modern uh, patient-doctor relationships and uh, gathering uh, different kinds of analysis in a modern way. Some, um, very often it's remote, you know, you send something to lab, they will send you back the results. Uh, then also it's about uh, healthy cities and healthy aging uh, in a city and in new uh, century, in new decade of our lives. Uh, and there are international speaker, speakers from all over the world, actually. We have speakers from US, we have speakers from Israel, we have speakers from Spain, we have speakers from from Singapore, we have speakers from Japan. Actually, one uh, one of the speakers from Japan, he is the father of intermittent fasting. Um, not so much intermittent fasting itself, but the science of autophagy or cells, cellular cell self eating or self-repair mechanism. So he's the father, Yoshinori Osumi, uh, he's the father of um, uh, autophagy research. He actually did the research and actually got the Nobel Prize for it. So you can Google him, uh, his articles uh, uh, in New York Times, and he's on Wikipedia, of course. Uh, we'll talk about his research a little bit later on this podcast. But so this podcast is dedicated to a lot of things that I'm learning from this assembly, a lot of things that I'm learning or uh, that are being confirmed on a more, um, I guess, uh, 
wider uh, scale for a wider audience. And it's becoming a part of common knowledge that people who are interested in health, longevity, and living without disease and with a lot of energy are interested in. Um, So one of the things that was and is a theme on this event, at this event, is um, meals. No no five, six meals a day kind of thing, but actually two, three meals a day on a regular schedule. You know, um, some of us might be doing one meal a day, uh, but the common theme is you need to eat less. You should stop snacking because it's not good for your metabolism, it's not good for your uh, blood sugar control, it's not good for your uh, pancreas and insulin as a hormone, one of the major metabolic hormones that defines how long you live and how healthy your metabolism is going to be later in your life, especially when you are not as active as in your prime. So two, three meals a day, no snacking on a regular basis, and also eating when you're hungry, not, you know, eating two, three meals a day every single day. Like if you're not hungry and you ate more yesterday, then you probably shouldn't be eating uh, this morning. You should maybe fast for breakfast and go for lunch and dinner, or maybe just go for dinner. So listening to your hunger and having those periods without food are important for our gut health that defines or that is a foundation, one of the foundations of our overall body health. So for our gut health, for our metabolic health, for our good blood sugar control, for our mental health, for so many things. So two, three meals a day uh, without snacking, that should be your goal. And another thing, fasting, you know, 14 hours of fasting between dinner and breakfast. Um, There were no such specifics at this conference, because remember, it's for a wider conference, and it would take much more, you know, time to explain and ask, answer all the questions from the audience and bring up all the research to explain all of this. So, you know, two, three meals without snacking, it's a huge news for everyone already. Everyone thinks that you need to be eating every two, three hours, or you're gonna die from hunger or something. Like, we wouldn't survive as species if that would be the case, if that's how we were designed to be, or if that would be the best. You know, people for whom it makes sense to eat six, seven uh, times a day are bodybuilders. You're probably not a bodybuilder, not a competing bodybuilder who needs to build a lot of muscle and as much as possible, actually, and a lot of times to overcome their physical uh, limits. Uh, You're not that kind of person. And you're probably not a professional endurance athlete who trains uh, six hours a day for Tour de France race, right? So six, eight meals a day does not apply to you. And that also means no um, sugary drinks, no coffee with cream, just no calories in between those two, three meals. Um, That's the foundation of healthy eating for now. And it's becoming, again, widely spread. And all of the scientists, like all of the nutritionists who are on the cutting edge, they're talking about that. Uh, And the second part of it is eating whole foods that 
supply your body with all the essential nutrients. Like a lot of you might, uh, guys might think that if you eat certain number of calories and proteins and fats and carbs are kind of, you know, manageable, then it doesn't matter whether you eat all of your vitamins and minerals. That is like, you're going to eat them by default. Like, you know, 13 vitamins that your body needs, um, 14 to 16 minerals uh, that your body needs on a regular basis. Like you think it's kind of a joke. But no, we know what it takes to prevent deficiencies. And probably, uh, you know, before something really serious comes up, uh, you're not going to experience much, much, you know, quote-unquote, of a trouble um, from not eating all the essential vitamins and minerals, except that you're going to get sick more, um, you're not going to have that much energy, uh, you're not going to be so positive and enthusiastic, your memory not going to work that well, in the gym you're not going to have that much energy, you're not going to be able to run that fast, build muscle that fast, come up with amazing ideas because your brain doesn't work that well. Uh, you know, that all going to be affected if you're not getting essential vitamins and minerals that your body needs. So it's not enough to just eat enough food, enough calories. It's actually equally important for your health and well-being to eat all the essential vitamins and minerals. And if you're not planning for that, there is a 99.9% .9 chance that you're not getting something on a regular basis. And so what they talked about at this event is that uh, the best way to get it is eating variety of whole animal and plant-based foods. And variety means, you know, today you eat eggs, tomorrow you eat fatty fish, the day after you eat organ meats like liver, um, then you might be eating, uh, I don't know, some wild game, and today you're eating spinach, tomorrow you're eating Brussels sprouts, the day after tomorrow you're eating broccoli. You know, um, every day, like shellfish, you're adding some foods uh, into your diet and foods that are rich in essential vitamins and minerals, not, I don't know, uh, a cheer pudding. Or and you, um, <laughs> I don't know, some quinoa. You know, quinoa is pretty has pretty good nutritional profile. But if you eat, you know, just quinoa all day every day, you're not gonna get everything. That's for sure because vitamins like things like vitamin A, vitamin D, they are very rare and only found in a few foods. And when people are deficient, uh, it undermines almost every function of your body and your brain, like vitamin A, vitamin D, you know, calcium, um, a lot of things. So, and if you're taking a multivitamin, it's not enough either. Studies show, and they were talking about that um, at that event, that supplements do not work even closely as well as whole foods do. And some supplements like vitamin C might uh, help to prevent like you from dying or getting scurvy, that is a pretty um, serious condition, but they're not going to be great for optimal performance. And a lot of vitamins like folic acid, for example, uh, it's really a big question whether any, any of that is absorbed at all. So you need to eat something like liver that is actually super rich in the uh, folic acid that our body needs and uses. So they were talking about whole foods, not supplements, you know, and also uh, whole foods in the sense that eat your vegetables and fruits, stop, you know, drinking smoothies or juices or um, eat your chicken breast or fatty fish and not 
some protein shake, for weight management, for satiety, for proper hunger, for so many things, whole foods just work better for our body, I guess, because we are also whole and come from the same universe. And so the more you reduce the food to its parts, the less it's going to work for your body. So this is the second thing, you know, eat whole foods um, for a variety of essential for human health, nutrients and vitamins, minerals, uh, and two, three meals a day. Stop snacking. What else? Workouts. Uh, It's not enough to work out for 30 minutes an hour, even 90 minutes every day, and then sit for the rest of 10 to like 12, 13 hours. It doesn't work. Every time you sit more than 20, 30 minutes, you're becoming more insulin resistant. Inflammation goes up. Um, Your triglycerides or cholesterol, you know, go out of balance. Uh, And again, you get more inflammation. Uh, A lot of things like sitting is a new smoking. You know, that phrase reflects what I'm talking about. So instead, uh, you don't have to even do, you know, a really huge, intense workout. But what you need to do for optimal health, the studies show, is what I've been doing for like, I don't know, many years since I interviewed NASA scientists for my food school podcast. Uh, It's been somewhere at the beginning. Um, But even before that, and even NASA studies show that you need to move intermittently. So uh, every 30 minutes, to give you an idea, I do some sort of movement. Like I stand up, I sit down. Uh, if I'm somewhere where I can do that, I do a couple of push-ups. I do a couple of jumps. Uh, you know, I do some stretching. So that kind of movement actually is much more beneficial than just doing an, an hour workout. So every 30 minutes, you know, on Apple Watch, on many fitness trackers, you even have that function that will give you some sort of sound when you're when you've been sitting for a while not moving so every 30 minutes at least you know um, sit down stand up a couple of times at least do that you gotta do that and you know standing uh, desks working desks it's not optimal you need to change your position not be in standing position all the time that is equally not beneficial so you need to change your position that the idea against gravity so squat and standing up, you know, some sitting and then standing while working, all of this works. Or maybe you can even walk while you work. That never worked for me, but it works for some people. So they have like working treadmill. So intermittent movement, not having one hour workout and then just being okay with sitting all day long, you know, taking uh, as many steps as possible. uh, That also is an important uh, aspect of health. So that continuous intermittent movement, that is the most beneficial practice, not an hour workout. And of course, you gotta, you know, sometimes lift something heavy, sometimes do sprints, sometimes, um, do mobility workouts, stretching, all of that. The more variety you have, the better your body will be, the more you're going to thrive and avoid degenerative diseases, and the more energy every day you're going to have, the better your brain going to work. So that's theme number three. So number one, again, two, three meals, no snacking. Number two, uh, we have whole foods. uh, Calories are not enough. You need to eat vitamins and minerals, and whole foods work always work better. Number three, intermittent 
intermittent movement, not just an hour workout and then 10 to 13, 14 hours of sitting and then the rest is sleeping. <laughs> uh, and then the last but not, not least, I'd like to read um, you... Well, actually, a couple of pieces I'd like to read to you. One is from the book The uh, Keto for Life. Um, it's basically combining uh, the diet where you manage your carbohydrates and when you fast and when you become a fat-burning machine. Not exactly strict keto, but becoming metabolically flexible, meaning you can burn fat as equally efficiently as you burn carbohydrates and you have no problem with going without meals for, you know, for a day or maybe for a few hours or having just one meal a day. So the book is about that and it's by the uh, one of the founders of Paleo and Keto Movement who's been doing it for like decades and he's, I think he's like almost 70 and he's like an athlete. He would uh, he participates in all kind of like tournaments and competitions. So the book is uh, Keto for Life. Um, and the ac- abstract I wanted to read to you is something that I'm also been have been practicing for quite a while. And I always post it on my Instagram. So it's about morning walking, reading. If you aren't inclined to jump out of bed at the alarm and into a pre-dawn spinning class, know that a simple morning stroll will boost mood-elevating hormones like dopamine, serotonin, and nor uh, and adrenaline, teeing you up for a happy, productive day. Furthermore, getting out and exposing yourself to direct sunlight first thing in the morning will entrain your circadian rhythm so you can fall asleep smoothly that evening. And I've been advertising morning walk for better sleep, for better mood, for better productivity, for more energy for, again, several years already. So do that, you know, somewhere like as close to sunrise as possible, but before 11 a.m., like that is the latest. You need to do it as early as possible. And 10 minutes is enough. You know, just go walk your dog. That's, that's guys, enough. So that's the piece of advice number one that is also, you know, been repeatedly appearing in a lot of articles, uh, in a lot of studies. So get out there first thing in the morning or as close to that first thing in the morning as possible. And then uh, I wanted to read uh, to you a piece from New York Times about Yoshinori Osumi, whom I'm going to be listening to today at Moscow Health uh, event. And I'm very excited about that. So he's the father of autophagy uh, research. And so autophagy, what is it? It is a crucial process. During starvation, cells break down proteins and non-essential components and reuse them for energy. Cells also use autophagy to destroy invading viruses and bacteria, sending them off for recycling. And cells use autophagy to get rid of damaged structures. Guys, you want to really like understand this. Cells use autophagy to get rid of damaged structures. And fasting, guys, improves that autophagy. Because when you fast, when you do even intermittent fasting, uh, you basically make yourself starve for a while. And that's when they do the autophagy, getting rid of damaged structures and viruses and bacteria. And do you think it's going to help you to get healthier? You bet it's going to. 
So the process is thought to go awry in cancer, infectious diseases, uh, immunological diseases, and neurodegenerative disorders. And aren't we seeing the rise of those? Maybe all the snacking people are doing all the time. Disruptions in autophagy are also thought to play a role in aging. But little was known about how autophagy happens, what genes were involved, or its role in disease and normal development until Dr. Osumi began studying the process in baker's yeast. Why did he win? And, and he won Nobel Prize, guys. The process he studies is critical for cells to survive and to stay healthy. The autophagy genes and the metabolic pathways he discovered in yeast are used by higher organisms, basically us. Uh, and mutations in those genes can cause disease. His work led to a new field and inspired hundreds of researchers around the world to study the process and opened a new area of inquiry. And on that research, intermittent fasting is based and not eating all the time. So if you are not fasting and eating all the time, understand that you are undermining a lot of processes that uh, ensure healthy function of your cells and usefulness and a lot of other things. So that's the research by Yoshinori Osumi, who's I've been listening to I'll be listening to tonight in Moscow. So that's amazing. I'm very excited about that. So that is a very useful podcast, guys. Uh, if you apply what you just heard, re-listen to it, please, by the way, if you apply to your life, and it's not that difficult to apply, I'm asking you to what? Eat two, three times uh, a day, um, stand up every 30 minutes, uh, and... Um, having whole foods, um, more variety every single day, uh, but not that much, you know, and go for a walk in the morning, go do something, you know, walk the dog, walk yourself, uh, go check the mailbox. Uh, so listen to this episode, apply it, and you'll be surprised uh, after consistently doing it for, for some time, you know, at least like, give it a month, uh, because the body, you know, takes time to change. Uh, so you'll be surprised how much more energy, vitality, how much less disease you're going to have, how much productivity, productive time you're going to get to do whatever you want to do and live your life to the fullest. So really listen, apply these things. If you have any questions, reach out. Let's have a call. I'll help you to implement it in your life, no matter what kind of life and lifestyle you have, and start living your life to the fullest. That's the message of today. And that's a great way to finish our week, guys. So really listen to this episode. Apply all of this. Reach out with questions to your nutrition, health, coach Angela Sharina on the other side of this microphone. And as usual, till next time, till Monday, eat better daily.